Lesson number 193 we will begin from ayah 160 Kadhabat qaumu Lutin al-mursalin kadhabat it denied who denied qaumu Lutin the people of Lut alayhi salam they denied al-mursalin the messengers if you notice each time a people are mentioned they are described as those who denied all of the prophets of Allah So denying even one prophet of Allah is a serious crime. If qala lahum akhuhum Lutun when their brother Lut alayhi salam said to them what did he say to them ala tattaqun will you not fear will you not protect yourselves why do you not fear Allah Lut alayhi salam was the nephew of Ibrahim alayhi salam and remember that Ibrahim alayhi salam when he did hijrah With him, Lut also left as well as Sarah. And as they made their way to another place, Lut was sent as a prophet to these towns, the towns of Suddum. And he was sent in order to advise people to leave their sins and as well as to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Now if you think about it, Lut was not one of those people, meaning he was not related to them by blood. He was not their close relative. But still, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls him Ahuhum, their brother. Generally, we think of brotherhood as only that which is through blood or that which is through religion. Now if you think about it, neither of these applied in this case. Because Lut salam, his religion was different in the sense that he was calling people to the worship of Allah alone. He was calling his people to leave their sins their ways of life were completely different. Secondly, we see that Lut was not related to them by blood either. But still Allah calls him their brother. Why so? Because he had brotherly concern for them. He was sincere to them. He was friendly with them despite their sins. And this is something that we need to remember. That unless and until we genuinely desire good for others and develop the sisterly love and concern for one another, we cannot help other people. We cannot call them to the truth. We cannot invite them to the truth. It doesn't mean that we leave our identity. We forget who we are. We forget our principles and we become just like them. No, Lut was very firm about his beliefs. But at the same time, he is called their brother. Because he lived amongst them, having concern for them, sincere well-wishing for them. And like that, he called them. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls him their brother. And besides, because he lived amongst them in their land, in their cities, this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls him their brother. Just think about it. If there is a friend of yours who's very, very friendly with you, you're very close to them. Will you describe that person as your friend or your sister? What do you say? Sister. The point is that when you are really close to someone, then what do you call them? Your sister, your brother, and not just any other person. So, إِذْ قَالَ لَهُمْ أَخُوهُمْ لُوطٌ أَلَا تَتَّقُونَ إِنِّي لَكُمْ رَسُولٌ أَمِينٌ Indeed, I am to you a trustworthy messenger. فَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ So fear Allah. وَأَطِيعُونِي and obey me. وَمَا أَسْأَلُكُمْ عَلَيْهِ مِنْ أَجْرٍ And I do not ask you for it any payment because in أَجْرِيَ إِلَّا عَلَى رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ My payment is only from the Lord of the worlds. Now he addresses their specific 
wrongdoings. He says, أَتَأْتُونَ Do you all approach? الذُّكْرَانَ The males. مِنَ الْعَالَمِينَ Among the worlds. الذُّكْرَانَ Plural of the word. ذَكَر ذَكَر Male. Unsa Female. Meaning, out of all the people of the worlds, مِنَ الْعَالَمِينَ You are the only ones who commit this action. What action? Approaching males, meaning men approaching other men for the purpose of sexual pleasure. Now, what does this ayah show to us? That this was the first time that homosexuality had become a norm in a society. Because this community, these cities in particular, we see that homosexuality was not a hidden thing, a private thing. Rather, it was something very public. And it was something that was not just done by a few people, but almost everybody was involved in this. Which is why when the punishment of Allah descended, it destroyed the entire town. We learn in Surah Al-A'raf, Ayah 80, وَلُوطًا إِذْ قَالَ لِقَوْمِهِ أَتَأْتُونَ الْفَاحِشَةَ مَا سَبَقَكُمْ بِهَا مِنْ أَحَدٍ مِنَ الْعَالَمِينَ He said to his people that you commit such immorality as no one has preceded you with from among the worlds, meaning you're the first ones to commit this at such a large scale, meaning this is a norm in your society. It's not even considered bad. It's not even considered wrong. Now, we see that homosexuality was very common in that place. But still, did it make it right? Did it make it right? No. So just because something has become widespread, and just because people are saying that, oh, it's normal, that doesn't make it okay. You know, like an argument that is presented is that homosexual behavior is also found in animals. Hmm? So they say that if animals do it, that means it's normal. Well, you know what? Animals are not role models for us. They're not. We don't take guidance with regards to our sexual behavior and our you know, eating behavior and so on and so forth, our dealings with each other. We don't take this kind of guidance from animals, do we? No, we don't. Yes, we observe them, we learn from how they build their nests and how they migrate, fine. But when it comes to dealings with each other, mu'amalat, we don't take this from animals. Because if that was the case, then what should every woman do? Eat of her own husband. Huh? Because that's what some spiders do. Don't they? What should men do? Kill each other? Or even children? Incest? I mean, all of these things are very common within animals. So animals are not the source of guidance for us. And besides this thinking that, oh, it's normal within animals, so it should be okay for human beings also. I mean, why do we think like this even? Because many people think that us and animals are all from the same source. We are just cousins. Well, you know, you might consider yourself a cousin of an animal. I don't, at least for myself. Remember that there are things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows to happen, meaning which are naturally possible. It is possible for a human being to kill another. Is it? Likewise, it is possible for a man to have sexual pleasure with another man or a woman with another woman. It is possible. There are many things which are possible in nature. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has allowed them. This is what? Things happening with Allah's permission, His knowledge... Alright? But that doesn't mean that Allah likes it. What is it that Allah likes? That which He has legislated. That which He has commanded. 
the law that Allah has given. So yes, it is quite possible that a woman is not attracted to men at all. She only finds herself being attracted to other women. It is possible. We don't deny that. It is humanly possible, understandable. This is fine. It may happen. But that doesn't mean that you should follow that desire. Because a person might also have this strong urge to kill another. A person might have the strong urge to beat up another person. Right? But just because we have an urge, that doesn't mean that we fulfill it. And if we fulfill it, then yes, that is worshipping the desire, and that is being worse than animals. So, Lut salam, he said, أَتَأْتُونَ الذُّكْرَانَ مِنَ الْعَالَمِينَ وَتَذَرُونَ And you all leave. مَا ذَاتْ which خَلَقَ لَكُمْ رَبُّكُمْ Your Lord has created for you. Allah has created something for you, for your sexual pleasure. And what is that? مِنْ azwajikum, Your spouses. For a man it's a woman, for a woman it's a man. مِنْ azwajikum. You leave what Allah has created for you of your zawj, meaning you leave the women. You're married to a woman, but you still leave her. And secondly, min azwajikum can also be understood as that from the woman you leave what is lawful and you indulge in what is unlawful. In other words, instead of, excuse me for being so explicit, but this is for the purpose of understanding the Qur'an, min azwajikum meaning you leave what is halal and you go to that which is haram. Meaning instead of vaginal intercourse, you have rectal intercourse. Remember that rectal intercourse is something that is forbidden. He says, بَلْ أَنْتُمْ قَوْمٌ عَادُونَ Rather you are a people who are crossing limits, you are transgressing. Adun plural of adin, adi. Meaning one who is transgressing the bounds that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has set. In Surah Al-Baqarah, Ayah 223 we learn, That your women are a field for you, a place of cultivation for you. So come to the place of cultivation, meaning go to the place of fertility. And that is the vagina. And going elsewhere, rectal intercourse, that is something that is forbidden. And if you think about it, بَلْ أَنْتُمْ قَوْمٌ عَادُونَ This is really disgusting. I mean, a place that is meant for defecation, that is being used for sexual pleasure. I mean, what a pathetic choice a person is making. بَلْ أَنْتُمْ قَوْمٌ عَادُونَ قَالُوا They said, لَإِن لَمْ تَنْتَهِي يَا لُوطِ لَإِن Surely if, لَمْ تَنْتَهِي You do not stop. يَا لُوطِ Meaning if you don't stop advising us, لَتَكُونَنَّ مِنَ الْمُخْرَجِينَ Surely you shall definitely be مِنَ الْمُخْرَجِينَ Of those who are evicted. مُخْرَجِينَ Plural of مُخْرَج And مُخْرَج One who has been خَرَجَ Meaning one who has been expelled. Who has been driven out. Meaning you're not welcome to stay here if you don't agree with us. And if you don't stop advising us, then please leave. We're going to force you to leave. In Surah An-Naml, Ayah 56 also we learn, فَمَا كَانَ جَوَابَ قَوْمِهِ إِلَّا أَنْ قَالُوا أَخْرِجُوا آلَ لُوطٍ مِنْ قَرْيَتِكُمْ إِنَّهُمْ أُنَاسٌ يَتَطَهَّرُونَ They said, expel the family of Lut from your city. There are people who are very clean. Yes, they are clean. Which is why they don't like this action. But look at how they're mocking at Lut that, oh, you're so clean. You're so pure. Qala, Lut said, Inni, indeed I, li'amalikum, for your amal, your deed, this action of yours. I am towards that min al-qaleen, min from amongst those who are al-qaleen, those who strongly detest it. 
I detest your action. I detest your deed. I do not agree with it. I hate it. I dislike it. And I have the right to express my viewpoint. Al-Qalin is the plural of the word Qalin. Qalin from the root letters Qaf, Lam, Ya. From the word Qala. مَا وَدَّعَكَ رَبُّكَ وَمَا قَلَى Your Lord has not abandoned you, nor has He detested you. قَلَى Alright? So, قَالٍ is one who detests, one who dislikes, one who hates. Basically, لَحْم مَقْلِي لَحْم is what? Meat. And مَقْلِي meaning that which has been barbecued, that which has been roasted. Now, when you're grilling meat, when you're barbecuing it, do you put your face right on top of it? How do you do it? You stay away from it as much as possible. Isn't it so? Whereas if you are making ice cream in an ice cream machine, then what do you do? Keep peeking into it. Is it ready yet? How does it look now? You can go very close to it. Many other foods, as you're preparing them, you smell them from up close, you look at them from up close, but when it comes to fire, when it comes to meat that's being barbecued, that's being grilled, you stay away from it as much as possible. So, al-qala is basically to to detest something, hate something, dislike it, and that's why, keep away from it. So I strongly detest what you do, I do not agree with it, and quite honestly, I would love to go away from here, to get away from this deed of yours. Because they're threatening him, that we're going to expel you. So it's as if he's saying, I hate what you do anyway. You understand? Now, notice what's mentioned over here. He did not say, I hate you. What did he say? I hate what you do. And there is a difference between these two statements. And as people, we have the right to dislike certain things and like certain things. You cannot be forced to like something. You have the right to disagree with it. You have the right. And especially in this day and age, you definitely have the right. You know, it's amazing how people will fight for you know, more acceptance of LGBT community. But at the same time, anyone who expresses their disapproval of this deed, they're marginalized. They're the ones who are being treated with bias. So this is something we need to remember, that we have to be fair on both sides. As a human being, you have the right to like something, to dislike something. And over here, Lut is clearly saying, قَالَ إِنِّي لِعَمَلِكُمْ مِنَ الْقَالِينَ So never, for the sake of being politically correct, change your beliefs. Just to be more acceptable to people. Don't go on and say, oh, I think it's fine. You know, you can say, I disagree with it. But if people do it, that's their decision. That's their decision. But I personally, I'm not in favor of it. You can say that. The question is, should we just let it be then? What's the answer? You see, just as there's an awareness campaign of promoting the rights of these people, and not just rights of the people, we're talking about the acceptance of this deed. At the same time, we should also make what is normal more acceptable. You understand? And that is only possible when a very balanced perspective is presented before people. You know, for example, when it comes to this kind of relationship, like for example, rectal intercourse, this could be something very dangerous. Very, very dangerous. I mean, if you just look at the statistics, 
concerning this particular act, how dangerous it could be, spread of disease and so on and so forth, it's horrendous. I think honestly it's unfair that children are taught in schools that it's okay to have this kind of relationship if they're not warned about the other side of the story. And especially if it's not acceptable in our religion, we have to be extra careful. Because the way these things become common and acceptable in the society, we don't want our children, their minds to be corrupted or their beliefs to be corrupted. I just wanted to say that there's a difference between being homophobic and then not agreeing with something, which is what we do. Like we are not going to insult them or do anything against them, but we just don't agree with what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, if you look at these ayat, do we find Lut insulting them? Do we see that? No, not at all. What do we see over here? He is making them think about what they're doing. And then when they become hostile, even he says something harsh in response. Right? He says, I hate what you do. And this is as harsh as he gets. So there's no harm in expressing your viewpoint without being hostile. قَالَ إِنِّي لِعَمَلِكُمْ مِنَ الْقَالِينَ And then he made dua, رَبِّ نَجِّنِي وَأَهْلِي مِمَّا يَعْمَلُونَ Rabbi, O oh my Lord, نَجِّنِي, you save me. وَأَهْلِي and my family مِمَّا يَعْمَلُونَ From that which they do. Meaning from the consequences of what they do. Because this is a disease which spreads. فَنَجَّيْنَاهُ And of course, Lut was afraid that if Allah's punishment descends on these people, then he didn't want to be amongst them. So we saved him. وَأَهْلَهُ أَجْمَعِينَ And his family, all together, meaning all of them. إِلَّا except عَجُوزًا An old woman. And who was this old woman? It was the wife of Lut فِي الْغَابِرِينَ في amongst, meaning she remained amongst الْغَابِرِينَ Those who remained behind. Plural of the word, غابر, from the word غبار, غبار is the dust, right? That remains behind a group of people that have just moved on. So she was of the غابر, meaning those who remained in the dust. She did not go along with Lut a.s. It is said that she actually left with her family, but Lut a.s. was told specifically that no one should look back when the punishment is falling upon the people. But Lut a.s. wife, she looked back and as a result, she was also included amongst the people who were punished. So, إِلَّا عَجُوزًا فِي الْغَابِرِينَ Notice how she's described as an old woman, عَجُوز. And عَجُوز is from عِجْز. What does عِجْز mean? Weakness. That because of some weakness, a person remains behind from something. So yes, she was old in her age, maybe, I mean, it seems like it from the word itself, from the description that is given over here. But and it's as though she was weakened by the love that she had for her people. That so much love she had for her people that even their wrong action, she did not oppose it. ثُمَّ دَمَّرْنَا الْآخَرِينَ Then we destroyed the others. دَمَّرْنَا From دَمَّرَ يُدَمِّرُ تَدْمِيرُ To destroy. So they were devastated. وَأَمْطَرْنَا And we rained عَلَيْهِمْ upon them مَطَرًا A rain. We rained upon them a rain. Which kind of rain was it? A rain that brought mercy, blessings, life? No. Fasa'a. So how evil was mataru, the rain of al-munzareen, of those who were warned. Because these people were warned. So a rain was sent on them, but this rain did not bring water. It didn't bring fertile winds. No. This rain was a shower of sijil stones. It's understood as brimstone. And it didn't bring life. It brought death and ruin, destruction. 
In Surah Hud, Ayah 82, we learn, فَلَمَّا جَاءَ أَمْرُنَا جَعَلْنَا عَالِيَهَا سَافِلَهَا وَأَمْطَرْنَا عَلَيْهَا حِجَارَةً مِنْ سِجِّيلٍ مَنْضُودٍ When our command came, we made the highest part of the city its lowest, meaning they were turned upside down and rained upon them the stones of layered hard clay. إِنَّ فِي ذَلِكَ لَآيَةٍ Indeed, and that is a sign, وَمَا كَانَ أَكْثَرُهُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ But still, most of them do not believe. Because these verses were being recited to who? Who were the first people listening to these ayat? It was the people of Makkah. But still, after listening to one incident after the other, they did not believe. وَإِنَّ رَبَّكَ لَهُوَ الْعَزِيزُ الرَّحِيمُ And indeed your Lord, He is the exalted in might, the merciful. And this is a threat, as well as some hope is being given. There is a threat that fear your Lord. أَلَا تَتَّقُونَ Fear your Lord. Look at how He dealt with these criminals. Then what do you expect for the actions that you are doing? But at the same time, do not despair of Allah's mercy, because He is also الرحيم. So repent and make amends. And you will find your Lord merciful. The verse about um, Lutani Salaam's wife kind of reminds me of um, like the fact that she was weakened by the love she had for her people. Reminds me of like patriotism. And sometimes people are like so patriotic about their countries even though like they're blinded by their love for their countries to the faults that there are in them. And it's like Obsessive love, basically. And not just country, but even family sometimes, or or anything. And as a result, what is wrong is also being supported. I mean, something that you would disagree with, that does not deserve any support, still a person would support it. So here we need to use our mind and only support that which is haq, whether it comes from our family or anywhere else. Recitation. كَذَّبَتْ قَوْمُ لُوطٍ الْمُرْسَلِينَ إِذْ قَالَ لَهُمْ أَخُوهُمْ لُوطٌ أَلَا تَتَّقُونَ إِنِّي لَكُمْ رَسُولٌ أَمِينٌ فَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ وَأَطِيعُونَ وَمَا أَسْأَلُكُمْ عَلَيْهِ مِنْ أَجْرٍ إِنْ أَجْرِيَ إِلَّا عَلَى رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ أَتَأْتُونَ الذُّكْرَانَ مِنَ الْعَالَمِينَ وَتَذَرُونَ مَا خَلَقَ لَكُمْ رَبُّكُمْ مِنْ أَزْوَاجِكُمْ بَلْ أَنْتُمْ قَوْمٌ عَادُونَ قَالُوا لَئِنْ لَمْ تَنْتَهِيَا لُوطُ لَتَكُونَنَّ مِنَ الْمُخْرَجِينَ قَالَ إِنِّي لِعَمَلِكُمْ مِنَ الْقَالِينَ رَبِّ نَجِّنِي وَأَهْلِي مِمَّا يَعْمَلُونَ فَنَجَّيْنَاهُ وَأَهْلَهُ أَجْمَعِينَ إِلَّا عَجُوزًا فِي الْغَابِرِينَ ثُمَّ دَمَّرْنَا الْآخَرِينَ وَأَمْطَرْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ مَطَرًا فَسَاءَ مَطَرُ الْمُنْذَرِينَ إِنَّ فِي ذَلِكَ لَآيَةٌ 
كذب اصحاب الايكه المرسلين كذب he denied who اصحاب الايكه the people of the wood the people of the forest who did they deny المرسلين the messengers who are the اصحاب الايكه ايكه means jungle forest woods thicket basically a place where there are so many trees dense uh, trees with so many branches that all of them are intertwined with each other so you're talking about not just a place with a few trees but many many trees so the people of the woods who were they ashabul aika as we see in the following ayah id qala lahum shu'aibun ala tattaqun who was the prophet who was sent to them Shu'aib alayhi salam. Now in other places in the Qur'an, we learn that Shu'aib alayhi salam was sent to the people of Madian. Madian is a particular region. Alright? So we learn that he was sent to the people of Madian. So then who are the people of Aika? This can be understood in two ways. First of all, the people of Madian are the same as people of the woods. That at that time, this region was full of forests. Now, it's a desert. Mainly a desert. So, People of Madian, people of Aika, they are the same. And another way that we can understand this is that Shu'aib was sent to both of these cities, people of Madian as well as the people of Aika. So either people of Madian, people of Aika are the same or they are two different people that live close to each other, just like two cities. And one and same prophet was sent to them. Who was that prophet? Shu'aib And what did he say to them? Ala tattaqoon, do you not fear Allah? And by the way, the people of Madian, people of Aikad, it is said that they lived in the region of Tabuk. So where Tabuk is. إِنِّي لَكُمْ رَسُولٌ أَمِينٌ Indeed, I am to you a trustworthy messenger. فَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ وَأَطِيعُونِي So fear Allah and obey me. Same message brought by all of the prophets. وَمَا أَسْأَلُكُمْ عَلَيْهِ مِنْ أَجْرِ إِنْ أَجْرِيَ إِلَّا عَلَى رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ You see, all of these verses are being repeated again and again and again. This is how a da'i should be. Someone who's calling people to Allah, how should he be? First of all, his message should be, Allah tattaqoon. His goal should be to make people fear Allah. His goal should be to save people from the consequences of the sins that they are committing. And then, be ameen, trustworthy. Don't change the deen just to please people. Don't hide anything out of it. Don't alter it. Convey it as it is. فَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ وَأَطِيعُونَ Instill the fear of Allah in them and encourage them to obey the messenger. And also, another characteristic of a da'i we see here is not demand anything in return from the people that the message is being conveyed to. In ajriya illa ala rabbil alameen. And at the same time, hope for and expect reward from who? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because you see, it's not easy. It's really not easy to deliver Allah's message to people. So at that time, the harder it is, then expect more reward from Allah. Awful kayla. Now again, Shu'aib salam, he addressed the specific sins that these people were committing. He said, give full measure. Awful from wafa, to fulfill. Fulfill the measure, meaning when you are giving things by volume. So for example, a cup of something, three cups of something. So the kail, fulfill it. 
وَلَا تَكُونُوا and do not be مِنَ الْمُخْسِرِينَ of those who cause loss from the word خسارة خسران so مخسر is one who causes خسران to the other one who causes loss to the other so do not cause loss to others by giving them less than full measure tell me something if you're ever baking and the instructions they ask you to put let's say a cup and a quarter of milk Hmm? And if you're like, okay, this seems like a cup, and okay, this looks like a quarter, and you just, you know, guesstimate it, and you put it like that, is it possible that your final product will not be as it's supposed to be? For sure. It's going to affect the consistency, which is going to affect the final product. So he's emphasizing that be accurate, be honest when you give people something by volume. Wa and zinu from the word wasn. What does wasn mean? Weight. Meaning when you're giving things by weight, then weigh them bil qistasil mustaqim with a balance that is even, that is straight, meaning that is correct. Now the word qistas is from the root letters qaf sin ta qist. What does qist mean? Justice. So qistas is the tool of obtaining justice. And what is it? Balance or scale. So when you are weighing things, then use a scale that is mustaqim, right and proper, correct, not faulty. Because sometimes what people do is, I mean now you have all these uh, super fancy, very accurate scales, but even those, you know for example, if you put a bowl on your scale, There's a button which if you press, it'll it'll give you the weight as zero. Tear, right? So it'll tell you zero. And then you can put something in it, and then you get the weight. So you do that deliberately. But it's possible that somebody doesn't do that deliberately. And as a result, they put only half the actual amount, and they're showing that it's full amount. And they say, oh look, it says one pound. Whereas in reality, it's only half a pound. Because the other half pound is of the object that you've put on the scale. So he's saying, وَزِنُوا بِالْقِسْطَاسِ مُسْتَقِيمِ So when it comes to volume, do not cause loss. When it comes to weight, then use a scale that is just. وَلَا تَبْخَسُوا النَّاسَ أَشْيَاءَهُمْ لَا تَبْخَسُوا Do not deprive people of their things. From بَخْسْ بَاخَ سِينَ Remember Surah Yusuf? وَشَرَوْهُ بِثَمَنٍ بَخْسٍ What is بَخْسٍ? To reduce something with ظُلْم, with injustice. So when you're counting things for people, So basically this is referring to quantity now, number. So when you're giving something according to a certain number, count, then do not cause loss to people over there. So you see over here three things are mentioned. Volume, weight, and quantity. Be fair, be just. What does it show? That the people of Aika, just like the people of Madian, they could be the same. But these people... They were tradesmen and they were basically not very honest when it came to buying and selling. Each person was concerned only about how much money he could make, where he could cheat another, how he could take the profits of another person even. وَلَا تَبْخَسُوا النَّاسَ أَشْيَاءَهُمْ And this is a very bad habit. You know, once a person manages to cheat another, it's like a, it's like an addiction. You know, they manage to cheat a person here, then they cheat them in another way, then another way, then another way, and then they start wearing oaths, and then lying, and then cheating in so many ways. It's a bad habit. 
وَلَا تَعْثَوْ فِي الْأَرْضِ مُفْسِدِينَ He said, and do not commit abuse on earth as who? As mufsideen, as ones who are spreading corruption. لَا تَعْثَوْ We have done all of these words before. From the root letters, عَيْن سَى يَا or عَيْن ثَى وَاو And what does it mean to act wickedly, to be evil? So لَا تَعْثَوْ فِي الْأَرْضِ مُفْسِدِينَ Do not commit abuse on the earth as those who cause fasad. Meaning when you're doing all of this, what's your intention? What's your intention? Your niyyah is fasad. When you're cheating somebody, you're not trying to help them. You're not trying to be fair with people. This niyyah is a fasad. And fear the one who has created you. Allah created you, so fear Him. And He also created وَالْجِبِلَّةَ الْأَوَّلِينَ And the former creation, الْجِبِلَّةَ From the root letters, جِيمْ بَالَامْ Jibilla is from the root letters Jim Balam and from the word Jabal. What does Jabal mean? Mountain. Now a mountain, when you think of a mountain, what do you think of? Huge size. Right? So mountains are known for their enormity as well as their firmness. So Jibilla, what does Jibilla refer to? A large group of people. And in the context, Al-Jibilla Tal-Awwaleen, the first Jibilla, What is it referring to? The earlier generations, the previous generations. And if you think about how many people have lived before us, really, when you think of their size, meaning how many there were, their quantity, their great numbers, it's like a mountain. So many, many people. Allahu A'lam, this may also refer to Jibillah, meaning their their huge form. I mean, we learned that Adam salam was not as small as we are. He was very tall. And then we see that, I mean, the creation that existed before us on this planet, how was it? Small or big? Massive, right? So Allah created you and Allah created the massive creatures before you, the previous generations before you. So fear Him. Qalu, they said, innama, indeed not but, anta you are minal musahareen. You are of those affected by magic. Same response. مَا أَنْتَ إِلَّا بَشَرٌ مِثْلُنَا وَمَا أَنْتَ And you are not إِلَّا بَشَرٌ Except just a human being مِثْلُنَا Similar to us وَإِنَّ ظُنُّكَ And we certainly think of you لَمِنْ شُرِفْ Among الْكَاذِبِينَ The liars Meaning we think that you're only lying Actually you know what? You are lying وَإِنَّ ظُنُّكَ لَمِنَ الْكَاذِبِينَ You're just making all of this up And you're under the effect of magic. And you're only a human being like us. Now all of these you know, things that they're saying to him, why are they saying this? They're basically belittling him. Because especially when a person is told that you should be honest, they get very offended. Right? And when a person who's really dishonest is advised to be honest, you think he's going to be polite in his response? No. He's going to start coming down on the other individual. So this is why they all turned against him and they said, you know, you're this and this and this and this. Who are you to advise us? You're nothing to advise us. You're a liar anyway. And you're under the effect of magic. And then they challenged him. They said, فَأَسْقِطْ So cause to fall. سِينْ قَافْطَ سُقُوط is to fall. And أَسْقَطَ To make something fall. أَسْقَطَ To make something fall. Can I tell you something from Arabic grammar? Will you try to understand it? Okay. There's two types of verbs. Fairl, when it comes to a verb, there's two types. One is lazim, and another is mutaaddi. Lazim is that 
when a person is, for example, doing an action, he's doing it himself, and the effect is only on himself. You understand? Mutaaddi is that the effect is on someone else. You're doing the action, the verb, on who? Somebody else. This is clear so far? Okay. So, notice over here, asqit. This is from asqata. Sakata, it fell. Asqata, he made to fall. He caused to fall. Which one is lazim? Sakata. What is asqata? Mutaaddi. Lazim, mutaaddi. Because I would like to use these words in class now, so that inshallah you can enjoy tafsir and you can understand the words better. Earlier we learned mukhrajin. Mukhraj, one who has been expelled. This is from akhraja. Kharaja, he went out. This is what? Lazim. Akhraja, he brought out. Mutaaddi. You see the difference between them is what? Just one alif. Kharaja, akhraja. And the meaning changes slightly. So over here, they say, فَأَسْقِطْ عَلَيْنَا كِسَفًا مِّنَ السَّمَاءِ Cause to fall upon us, kisaf, from the sky. Kisaf, plural of the word kisfa. Kisfa, a fragment, a piece, a portion of something. So in other words, cause the sky to rupture and cause pieces of the sky to fall down on us. In كُنْتَ مِنَ الصَّادِقِينَ If you're really of those who are truthful. This is... Just like what the Quraysh said to the Prophet ﷺ in Surah Al-Isra, Ayah 92, Cause the sky to fall down upon us in pieces. So Shu'aib ﷺ, what was his response? قَالَ رَبِّي He said, My Lord knows best about what you are doing. You might be able to hide your actions from other people when you're cheating them. But you cannot hide from Allah. And this is something we need to remember. Because sometimes when we're counting things, when we're measuring things, when we are weighing things, you know, we know where we are being inaccurate. And the other person probably doesn't have any idea. But who knows? Allah knows. قَالَ أَعْلَمُ بِمَا تَعْمَلُونَ And this response also shows that Allah knows best about you. If you deserve the punishment, it's His decision. He can send it down whenever He wants. This is not up to me. It's his decision. فَكَذَّبُوهُ So they denied him. فَأَخَذَهُمْ So it seized them. أَخَذَ Lazim or mutaaddi? Hmm? Mutaaddi. It seized. Right? Meaning seized something else. So it seized them. What seized them? عَذَابُ Punishment of يَوْمِ الظُّلَّةِ The day of the black cloud. ظُلَّةِ What does ظُلَّةِ mean? What's the root? ظِلْ Wa lam lam. What does lil mean? Shadow, shade. So dhulla is a cloud that gives shade. Now what kind of a cloud would really bring shade? In the sense that it would block sunlight from reaching the ground completely. Which kind of cloud? A dark, heavy cloud. Hmm? A very dense cloud. And the more dense it is, the darker it is. So, يَوْمِ الظُّلَّةِ The day of the black cloud? What does it mean? Meaning the day that that cloud appeared and the punishment descended upon them from that cloud. What punishment was it? Allah describes it as, إِنَّهُ كَانَ عَذَابَ يَوْمٍ عَظِيمٍ Indeed it was a punishment of a great day, of a terrible day. We learned that these people, 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent down on them scorching heat. So it was extremely hot and they suffered terribly. Ibn Kathir writes this. And finally, when they saw a cloud approaching, they gathered up. All the people that came out of their houses, out in the open, rejoicing, being happy that finally it's going to rain, the weather is going to be nice and cool. But what happened? Instead of water falling down from the sky, what descended? Fire, thunderbolts, destroying all of them completely. إِنَّهُ كَانَ عَذَابَ يَوْمٍ عَظِيمٍ And this is why whenever the Prophet ﷺ saw a storm approaching, he wouldn't be excited. Aisha anha, she would notice that he was more afraid than excited, more nervous than happy. And instead of going out, he would be coming in the house and then going out, coming in and going out. Why? Because there were people, he said that there were or people who, when they saw a cloud approaching, they thought it was going to bring them rain. But it didn't bring them rain. It brought them the punishment of Allah. And what do we know? How can we feel safe? How can we feel secure? إِنَّ فِي ذَلِكَ لَآيَةً Indeed, and that is surely a sign. وَمَا كَانَ أَكْثَرُهُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ But most of them were not to be believers. وَإِنَّ رَبَّكَ لَهُوَ الْعَزِيزُ الرَّحِيمُ And indeed your Lord, He is the exalted in might, the merciful. So all of these stories that we have learned over here, one after the other, in each story is a lesson. And what is that lesson? That ultimately it is Allah who is Aziz, who is Rahim, who is mighty, meaning we should be afraid of His punishment, and He is Rahim. He is also merciful, so never despair in His mercy. In Surah Yusuf, ayah 111, Allah says, لَقَدْ كَانَ فِي قَصَصِهِمْ عِبْرَةٌ لِأُولِي الْأَلْبَابِ There is certainly in their stories a lesson for the people of understanding. Recitation. كَذَّبَ أَصْحَابُ الْأَيْكَةِ الْمُرْسَلِينَ إِذْ قَالَ لَهُمْ شُعَيْبٌ أَلَا تَتَّقُونَ إِنِّي لَكُمْ رَسُولٌ أَمِينٌ فَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ وَأَطِيعُونَ وَمَا أَسْأَلُكُمْ عَلَيْهِ مِنْ أَجْرٍ إِنْ وَاتَّقُوا الَّذِي خَلَقَكُمْ وَالْجِبِلَّةَ الْأَوَّلِينَ قَالُوا إِنَّمَا أَنْتَ مِنَ الْمُسَحَّرِينَ وَمَا أَنْتَ إِلَّا بَشَرٌ مِثْلُنَا وَإِنَّ ظُنُّكَ لَمِنَ الْكَاذِبِينَ فأسقط علينا كسفا من السماء إن كنت من الصادقين قال ربي 
أَعْلَمُ بِمَا تَعْمَلُونَ فَكَذَّبُوهُ فَأَخَذَهُمْ عَذَابُ يَوْمِ الظُّلَّةِ إِنَّهُ كَانَ عَذَابَ يَوْمٍ عَظِيمٍ إِنَّ فِي ذَلِكَ لَآيَةً وَمَا كَانَ أَكْثَرُهُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ وَإِنَّ رَبَّكَ لَهُوَ الْعَزِيزُ الرَّحِيمُ سُبْحَانَكَ اللَّهُمَّ بِحَمْدِكَ أَشْهَدُ وَلَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا أَنْتَ أَسْتَغْفِرُكَ وَأَتُوبُ إِلَيْكَ السَّلَامُ عَلَيْكُمْ رَحْمَةُ اللَّهِ وَبَرَ